Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. We are at the end of page 215. Uh, I forgot to mention in the last episode, uh, the, let's see, the episode on June 7th may or may not have had a guest, uh, depending on what what I, what I future me does, uh, I may have a guest on that episode. I haven't recorded it yet, so we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, yes. Otherwise, you may have just heard me talking. Uh, okay. Let's see. There, there's probably going to be at least one word that is a, a disparaging, disrespectful word that you know we try not to use, or people shouldn't be using it in this episode. Maybe more than one. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, but uh, you know, let's get into it. The first word is chink. C H I N K. There are four forms of these, um, but yeah, one of them specifically says usually offensive. So we'll get there. Actually, I guess that would technically be the fifth form, but we'll get there. Okay, first form of chink, noun from uh, 1535. One, a small cleft slit or fissure, as in a chink in the fence. Two, a weak spot that may leave one vulnerable, as in his lawyers found a chink in the law. Three, a narrow beam of light shining through a chink. So like a chink in the fence, maybe that the light is coming through that. Um, this is from probably an alternative of the Middle English uh, chine, I guess you would say C-H-I-N-E, which means crack or fissure. Fissure, F-I-S-S-U-R-E. Fissure, fissure, however you want to say it. Second form of chink is a transitive verb from 1609, to fill the chinks of, as by caulking, uh, and that as in chink a log cabin. So, you know, when you build a log cabin, I just saw some log cabins yesterday, you know, the, the wood, there's going to be little spaces left, so you got to fill those up. They, they are chinks in the wall, and you fill them up by chinking with caulking. I don't know. Couldn't you just say, I'm caulking it? I don't know. Next is the third form of chink, noun from 1573. One is archaic. Synonyms are coin and money. Two, a short, sharp sound. A chink. Where did the coin and money come from? Would that be like the the sound that they make? The short, sharp sound with the coins hit each other? Or is there some other uh, etymology from that? Don't know. Fourth form of chink is a verb from 1589, starting with intransitive, to make a slight, sharp, metallic sound. And then transitive, to cause, to make a chink. And then this is unofficially the fifth form, um, but it does have a capital C, so it's not technically uh, another form. It's slightly different spelling. This is a noun from 1887. It is usually offensive, and the synonym is just the word Chinese. So, yeah, sometimes you hear people use this. Not as much anymore, but there are definitely people who still are using this word and other words like that. That's not, that's not, that's not cool. That's not nice. Because it's, it's not meant to be in a nice way, I don't think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just, just be aware of that. I, and I, I do, I feel very weird saying that word at all. Uh, I had to say it a bunch of times just now, and it's it's very odd to do that. Um, but, you know, the other ones, they're, they're, it's, just, it's a chink of the fence, but, you know, the word comes with a lot of other meanings behind it. Uh, 
Uh, okay, next we have chin music. Two words. My chin does not make any music. I wish it would. Noun from 1826. One, idle talk. Two, a usually high inside pitch in baseball intended to intimidate the batter. Uh, next is Chino or Chino, C-H-I-N-O, noun from eight, 1943. One, a usually khaki, cotton, or synthetic fiber twill of the type used for military uniforms. Two is plural, an article of clothing made of Chino. The origin of this is unknown. How is this unknown? Where? Why don't people know where this came from? Next, we have... Chinoiserie or chinoiserie. Uh, you can say chin. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. There's a few other definitions uh, or a few other pronunciations. It is C H I N O I S E R I E. Chinoiserie. This is a noun from 1883, a style in art reflecting Chinese qualities or motifs. Also, an object or decoration in this style. This is a French word, actually, from uh, chinois, which means Chinese, so that would be the, the French word for Chinese. Uh, and yeah, that's that. Um, I don't know what this looks like. Maybe I should find some examples. Next is Chinook, or Chinook, capital C-H-I-N-O-O-K, noun from 1795, one, a member of an Asian, no, American Indian people of the North Shore of the Columbia River at its mouth. Two, a, gonna lose my place, a Chinook, a Chinookan language of the Chinook and other nearby peoples. Three uh, would be often not capitalized, so 3A, a warm, moist southwest wind of the coast from Oregon northward. 3b, a warm, dry wind that descends the eastern slopes of the Rocky Mountains. So one of them is a moist wind and the other one is a dry wind. Uh, And then number four is also not capitalized. We have the synonym Chinook Salmon, which we're going to get to shortly. Uh, Let's see. This is uh, a lower Chihalas word. Let's see. That is a Salesian, Salesian language of Western Washington. Um, lower Chihalas. I don't know how to pronounce that. Anyway, that's the language, and their word is spelled C-I-N-U-K, probably similarly pronounced to Chinook. Uh, that is a name of a, uh, a Chinook village. So that's where the name comes from. Next, we have Chinookin. Chinookin, we just added an A-N. Noun from circa 1890, an American Indian language family of Washington and Oregon. Chinookin is also an adjective. Next, we have Chinook jargon. Two words, noun from 1840, a pigeon language. By the way, pigeon is P-I-D-G-I-N. It's not the bird. A pigeon language based in Chinook based on Chinook and other Indian languages, French and English, and formerly used as a lingua franca in the northwestern U.S. and on the Pacific coast of Canada and Alaska. 
Uh, so it's, yeah, it's jargon. It's grabbing little pieces from uh, Chinook and French and English and other things. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just jargon. It's not officially the, from those languages. Um, and I think, I think pidgin, pidgin language means that it's a, a language that is taking things from other, other languages, I believe. All right, here we go with Chinook salmon, two words, noun from 1851, a large commercially important Pacific salmon with red flesh that occurs in the Northern Pacific Ocean, called also king salmon. The scientific name, ooh, let's see if I can do this one, Onchorichinus chausicha. All right, it is O-N- C-O-R-H-Y-N-C-H-U-S. These are the kinds of things that I should figure out ahead of time, but I don't do that here. And then the second word is T-S-H-A-W-Y-T-S-C-H-A. Ancorinchus chaoischa. Close enough. There's a picture of a Chinook salmon. It looks like a salmon, and its mouth has sort of a pointy, pointy thing at the end. And then our last word is chinkapin. Chinkapin, you could probably also say chinkwapin, chinkwapin. Um, there's a couple of spellings, C-H-I-N-Q-U-A-P-I-N or C-H-I-N-K-A-P-I-N, chinkapin. Noun from 1612. One, the edible nut of a chinkapin. And then two, any of several trees especially a dwarf chestnut of the U.S. And I don't think this goes on to the second page. No, it does not. Uh, let's see. The scientific... The genera is Castanea and also Castanopsis. And then the scientific name of the dwarf chestnut is Castanea pumila. This is from... Uh, probably modified of the Virginia Algonquin word Chechinquamin... Chachinquamin, uh, and that is the chinkapin nut. Okay, so many nuts and trees and foods and fish and other things out there. So we had chink, chin music, chino, uh, shinwazri, chinook, chinookin, chinook jargon, chinook salmon, and chinkapin. What what do I, what do I pick? What do I pick? Um... Maybe I shall pick uh, shinwazari as the word of the episode. It's a fun word. It's also a style of art and decoration, which probably looks cool. Uh, shinwazari, shinwazari. I'm gonna make my place look like shinwazari. I don't know. All my songs are the same. I'm not putting much effort into that. All right. Uh, so what was your favorite word of the episode did you have one did you you can let me know you can email me at dictionarypod at gmail.com um you can follow me on instagram and twitter at dictionarypod because that is what we do uh all right what are the holidays for today no major holidays i don't believe you in finland it is autonomy day of aland in Spain, it is day of the Murcia and La Rioja region, regions. Let's check this page. Let's update it because I didn't do that. It is anniversary of the accession of King Abdullah II in Jordan. 
in, um, I don't know where this is, but it's a Coral Triangle Day in Uganda. It is National Heroes Day or Heroes' Day. Um, let's see. Did I skip? What did I do? Oh, no. I read those. Uh, okay. Today, June 9th, it is International Dark and Stormy Day. That is a registered trademark. I think that's the rum. So, make a dark and stormy drink. Um, it's also National Donald Duck Day. So, go watch some Donald Duck walk around with no pants on. That is all I got for you today. We finished page 215, another page for the books. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.